Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Futures for Finance. This week's guest speaker is Lamar West. Lamar is a student at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign pursuing a degree in agriculture and consumer economics. He is notably a Forbes 30 Under 30 Scholar, MLT Fellow, and he has recently completed an investment banking summer analyst internship at JP Morgan. He is super passionate about working with industry leaders to pioneer his own financial consulting business, and he takes part in prestigious leadership programs, such as the Wells Fargo Sophomore Leadership Conference. Beyond his finance interests, Lamar enjoys mentoring the youth interested in investment banking and participating in drills with the Illinois Army National Guard as a military police officer. I'm Margaret Lee, and I'll be one of your co-hosts for today's podcast. Hey, everyone. My name is Mihir Nair, and I'll be your other co-host for this podcast. Along with Margaret, we're really excited to welcome today's guest, Lamar West. Hey, everyone. Um, I would just like to say thank you to Futures for Finance for inviting me to speak on the podcast um, about my experience in finance. And I look forward to um, just answering every question that you all have of me and hopefully instilling people with some knowledge that they didn't know about the finance industry and investment making. Thank you so much. And just to start off, can you talk a little bit on what led you into the finance industry and why you're passionate about investment banking and financial consulting? Yes. So I would say I originally started off wanting to go into medicine. Um, but at like a young age, I kind of determined that I wasn't, I, I didn't have like the most um, discipline at that time. So I looked into finance. I saw that you didn't like need a whole bunch of years of schooling to become a doctor, uh, um, like like becoming a doctor. So finance and investment banking was just a route that I looked into and found interest in. Um, I ended up interning with this company called Loop Capital Markets, focused on corporate finance, and that's kind of how I like was able to get my foot in the door um, in terms of investment banking. I would say management leadership for tomorrow, SEO, and inroads are three programs that allowed me to create more exposure for myself and also uh, the Greenwood Project. Um, so that's kind of what like led me into investment making. I wouldn't necessarily say I was I'm passionate about it, but more so that I wanted a career that I know that allowed me to be successful in life and investment making is one of those careers. Um, in terms of financial consulting, I think about like the personal, like people's purpose, personal finances, especially minorities. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to go into that industry just so that I can leave an impact on like my community um, and just around the world in general. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. I think uh, here at Future Certain Finance, our entire team really appreciates how, you know, you spoke so honestly about, you know, you got involved in corporate finance, but you wouldn't necessarily say you have this passion for investment banking, um, but that, you know, you saw that it provided you a career success later on and, you know, this pathway um, to, you know, having that financial stability in your own life. And, you know, something you touched on there at the end was that, um, as a person of color yourself, um, you really wanted to have an impact on your local community. And um, something here at Futures for Finance that we really pride ourselves on is having, you know, that equitable level playing field, you know, that equal playing field um, where, you know, the future of the finance industry isn't necessarily dominated by men or, you know, white people as it currently is. Um, so as a person of color who has broken into this financial space, uh, what have you observed about, you know, how diversity uh, kind of plays a role in the industry, whether or not it's, you know, prevalent enough or whether or not there needs to be work on it. And what are some practices you would suggest for um, our audience who, you know, are future 
um, pioneers in the finance industry who wish to break in, what would you suggest to them in order to bring about that greater equity and inclusivity in the workplace? Yeah, um, that's a pretty good question, right? So like for me, breaking into the investment banking industry, right, it used to be a dream. And then I was able to turn into a reality. Um, I, I still, I, I don't think I still like really realize how not lucky, but blessed I am to be able to say that I've interned with JP Morgan and investment banking, because we know that's like one of the, t the biggest um, and, and toughest or most prestigious uh, groups to get into in general within the firm. Um, and I do think that like with the way that the world is, the direction the world is going in now that diversity is really, really important. Like I think for the next 10 years, diversity will be a main topic for a long term, a long time, because you just gotta think about the amount of years that we, we need to like catch up in terms of uh, the diversity aspect of things. I do think JP Morgan is doing a great job in terms of creating programs like the Launching Leaders, um, winning women's uh, programs to allow minorities to come into the space and learn more about what it means to be um, an investment banker or a global corporate banking analyst or a commercial real estate analyst. So in terms of just breaking in, I, I would say the best way to do that is by going on like LinkedIn, um, going on LinkedIn, right, and just finding people of color or finding people who look like you in order to learn more about how they went about the, in the interview process or like who they need to be connected to in order to uh, better their chances in terms of getting these internships because we know how prestigious they can be. And, and, and like, it is very, I think I really believe, I'm a strong believer and it's more so who you know than what you know, because I would tell you, when I went into the investment banking, I never understood a DCF. Like I knew what a DCF meant, right? A discounted cash flow analysis. Like I, I understood that that was to project the company's uh, cash flow five years forward to get the present value, but I just didn't have that knowledge, and I was kind of nervous about that in terms of going into investment banking. However, I was able to get in there because of my ability to connect with people within the firm before I even like stepped foot there to do an interview, um, and, and also just like give it, showing them that. I had the ability to learn whatever I needed to learn. As long as, you know, like, as long as the materials are there, I can learn it. But at the same time, them being able to guide me in the right direction with the mentorship that they provided me with, the uh, countless, like, uh, homework assignments that they had gave us over the summer to learn about the DCF or LBO, which is a leveraged buyout model, or um, NAV, which is a asset, net asset value model. And I was in a real estate, in, a real estate gaming and lodging group, so that's kind of, while like I say NAV or AVP, because it's more specific to that group, just be confident in what you know, and also be willing to admit what you don't know, because that's the only way that you'll be able to grow. I would say never like go into the interview uh, thinking that you know everything because you don't. There's people who've been, who, who've, who've been working at JP Morgan for 20 years and they're still learning stuff on a daily. So just showing that you're not cocky, but you're confident in, in what you know and what you don't and willing to speak up when you don't know something and ask a lot of questions. I think it's very important in terms of breaking into the industry, but in terms of diversity, I think it is also important that you ask those tough questions to learn more about the culture of the group and also just come to them with a different perspective, of course, right? Because we're all different um, and be willing to share that so that the group or that you're in or the company in general can grow. But once again, diversity is, is a really big piece, right? And moving forward in terms of just the next 10 years of banking in general, because we know that's a pretty predominant white culture. So I, I think in terms of just diversity and also breaking into the finance industry, it is very important to just be open-minded, uh, be hungry, right? Don't 
of course you're going to beat yourself up about things you don't know, but be proud of what you don't know, right? Because at the end of the day, you need to have the ability to want to learn that regardless. Definitely. It's really great to hear about how JP Morgan, this huge financial corporation is doing a really great job at making the industry more equitable through like all the programs you mentioned. As a woman of color myself, I definitely appreciate that the opportunities to break into finance are now much more open and accessible to women and minorities. And just like going off of that, uh, your summer internship in investment banking at JP Morgan. And I know how you talked a lot about how much, how important networking is and how it can sometimes be more who you know versus what you know. What kind of recommendations would you have for college students who wish to get in similar positions other than just networking itself? And also, what did you learn at JP Morgan about investment banking specifically that you didn't know before? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I would say just like wanting to break into different fields, regardless of if it's investment banking, real estate, consulting, right? Like you just need to be able to have an open mind um, and just want to and just want to learn, right? Because at the end of the day, you're going to learn so much more on a job than you will if you're just reading a book. I don't care like what book you read, even if it's like investment banking for dummies, you're going to learn so much more once you're on the job. In terms of comfortability, I would say be comfortable with being in uncomfortable situations because that's how you know that you're growing. Um, so like if you, if, if, if someone says like, Hey, can you do a DCF? Right. And you know that you can do DCF, but you don't know how to do LBO say, Hey, I would rather do a LBO because I've never done this before, but I've done DCFs countless amount of times in my classes. And that's one of the ways that you're able to get better. Right. I would say something I learned this summer was just how to model in general, whether it be cap structure, a public market overview, uh, DCF, uh, LBO, um, and, a, and a AVP, which is analysis various price model, which is for real estate specifically. Um, just learning those like five different models, which is, which was, was pretty big for me because before I went into the summer, I thought that I would never like be able to grasp these things. Also, you have to think about the fact that our internship was cut for 10 weeks to five weeks. So me being able to learn these things and like have a turnaround time of a day or two, each time we had a different homework assignment, made me feel great, right? Like it was challenging. I would say I would stand up to like two in the morning almost every day trying to like work on these, uh, like work on the DCF or AVP and then also while being on the deal team. But at the same time, like it's so challenging that you, that you like are really, you really feel happy about your work once you produce it and you send it in and you get like the feedback on it because of course it's so easy, it's easy for you to doubt yourself but when you actually accomplish it from scratch, it's like, it's the best feeling, I promise. So yeah, like in terms of just what I've learned throughout the summer with JP Morgan will be like a lot of modeling, um, a lot of conceptual pieces to the models that I never understood. Also like how to better read a, a balance sheet or a cash flow statement or income statement. Um, so I, I would say that I learned more in the five weeks that I was spent with JP Morgan than I did in my previous internship, which is crazy, even though I was there for a longer amount of time. But like the work, that it was it never stopped. and every day one piece of work just built off another so I, I was able to just grasp a lot from this internship yeah it's honestly really inspiring as a college student myself who's just you know a few years behind you um who also wants to break into the finance industry um it's really yeah it's really amazing to hear that uh you had this internship experience even though it was five weeks long you learned a lot and you really touched on that fact that you know at the beginning you mentioned you really enjoy this hands-on learning you enjoyed having this technical experience. You mentioned um, how you were able to become more familiar 
with you know financial models such as the BCP and the AVP models, um, and you really enjoy that challenge. And um, you know you have to work till two a.m. Obviously, you know breaking into that investment banking um, industry is not easy. Um, and oftentimes, you mentioned you know it was easy to doubt yourself, but finishing that internship was you know so satisfying. And obviously, you've touched on several hands-on experiences you've had, and I just want to hone in on one of those, um, which was the fact that you were named a Forbes 30 Under 30 Scholar. So uh, here at Futures for Finance, we wanted to ask you, how did this particular leadership experience um, kind of help to shape your outlook on the finance industry? And, you know, in particular, um, why was it so meaningful to you as a person of color uh, to be a part of this leadership experience? So in all honesty, I think I'm a person who likes to have like prestigious titles in a sense, right? Like I, I, it sucks to say, but I like to admit those things up front so that um, I'm not like sitting here in line. I'm very transparent, right? Um, but to have that title, it, it felt great because a lot of people like who are younger than you will like know what Forbes does and things of that nature. They, they, they're like, oh my God, it's pretty dope. And like, for me, I'm modest at the same time though. I'm just like, oh yeah, it's cool. I just, you know, I got lucky, all right, whatever the case may be. But it, it, it's a, it was a huge honor to have that, to be a part of the Forbes 30 under 30 this year um, with the rest of the scholars and being able to just expand my network. Like, I think for me, I really care so more. I, I care so in terms of just understanding what this, this organization is doing um, for the community in general and the fact that they, they, they have, they're, have, they're having it the next three years in Detroit um, just speaks on like what Forbes wants to do in terms of the revitalization of Detroit and, and, and uh, bettering the economy and, and also just seeing or listening to different people speak on the future of finance in general was a pretty good experience. Um, I love connecting with younger people who of color in general and just learning and hearing about their experience and their upbringing on like why finance is so important to them and like what they want to change in terms of life. Because like you think about it, you never know who the next Mark Zuckerberg will be or the next Jamie Dimon, et cetera. So it's like, for me, I feel like it is really important for me to go out and, and network and what, is a, what other place can I do that other than like the Forbes 30 and 30, right? Um, it's like one of the best places to go and meet new people who really want to change the world. And, and just being of color, once again, coming from the South side of Chicago, like these things you, if you hear about it on the news, right? Like, or you see what's going on in the South Side of Chicago on the news, you would never think that a kid like myself would probably be able to grow up and do something to this magnitude or be a part of something to that magnitude, I should say. But in terms of just the four starting on the 30, I think that if you have the chance to apply, definitely apply because you would really enjoy the experience. You learn so much, you also maneuver on your own. So it's forcing you to be in that uncomfortable um, environment to learn more about other people, right? And like those people could really change your life. You don't know, right? Like they might have some uh, project that they're working on that is focused on FinTech, right? And you might have an idea for them that might like make their company blow up even more. And now you all are partnered together. And next thing you know, you, you have the next SQ, uh, which is Square. SQ is the ticker, sorry. But Square, which is created by Jack Dorsey. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that was it for me in terms of the Forbes 30 on 30. It was a great time though, I would say that. That sounds really an amazing experience and from your experience as a Forbes 30 under 30 like we just talked about to interning in investment banking at huge corporation JP Morgan to being a successful student of color who was able to network and adapt to uncomfortable environments. You clearly have a lot of experience in the finance industry, especially for someone at your age. So going off of this, 
um, kind of ending this with a question we ask all of our podcast speakers. What does finance mean to you? Yeah, wow. That's a really good question. I, I think what finance means to me, I think I have a lot of different answers for that question. Just because it's like, it, it depends on where you come from and how you look at finance. I think finance is very important because it's something that you have to focus on on a daily, whether you do it unconsciously or consciously. Just knowing your own personal finances is very important because I come from a single parent home where my mother raised me and she lives paycheck to paycheck. She's been doing better, right? And I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to go into the industry. I kind of changed my major to agriculture and consumer economics with a concentration in financial planning so I can learn more about um, the personal finance side of things, whether it be like the, your 401k plans or your 529 college funds, um, different risk management strategies, just on how to invest in general so that I could hopefully better my mother's um, situation so that she would you know, be able to retire comfortably and not have to like rely on me for the rest of her life. Uh, so so in, in terms of that, I think finance is just really your understanding of money in a sense. Um, whether it be on a corporate finance level or on a personal finance level, you still have to understand your assets, you have to understand your liabilities, and you have to understand basically just how to manage your, your, personal, your personal finances, right? Whether that be on a large scale or, or, or a small scale. Um, but for me, I would say that I am more so interested in, in, in real estate more than anything. Um, but at the same time, just understanding finance is important because I have to know like how to, how to manage properties, whether that be the, ma the maintenance capex, which is the maintenance capital um, expenditures, or whether that be the uh, general administra administration fees, whether it be me paying people to like call and like get people to like allow me to come look at their properties or buy their properties, et cetera. Like, or just understanding how to maintain a company without going bankrupt, right? Like finance is important in every aspect. I don't care like how you look at it or what you, or, it, or even if you don't care about it, in some way you, you need to become financially literate because if you don't, you're gonna be far behind and that's kind of like what we're struggling at now is uh, in terms of being minorities, we're still trying to play catch up with our financial literacy, which is a reason why we don't have like the savings that we should, or a reason why like I think 70% of the uh, people in America don't have savings accounts, or the reason why people are still living paycheck to paycheck, or, or the reason why there is so many impoverished communities, right? Like just not, like not being financially literate sets us so far back. And I think my goal in terms of just going into like the financial consultant space or, or wanting to get the degree that I'm getting my degree in is so that I can put people in a better, better position to be successful in terms of their own personal finances and also help out my family, uh, whether it be with our farm business or whether it be with my mother, uh, my grandparents, myself, my kids, et cetera. I want to be able to create generational wealth. So finance is very important to me. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. I so personally resonate as a person of color myself. I resonate with what you said at the end about, you know, how um, the need to, buy, to be financially literate, the need to be financially literate is so, so important, um, especially for minorities, because, you know, you have to lead that stable life. And obviously, you yourself are definitely ahead of the curve to leading that successful career for yourself, for your family, for your community, uh, whether it be in real estate or financial consultancy or investment banking, you're definitely on well on your way to a successful career. So with that, thank you so much for joining us today, Lamar. Um, in that last response, you touched on your definition of finance and how it helps you to better invest in, you know, um, certain stocks in the stock market and to, you know, build that 529 um, and to, you know, um, 
to build your 401k, actually. You touched on building that 401k. It's super important when you're working at a job um, to be matched with your 401k by your employer. Um, you talked about you know, how having that stability with finance is so, so important, and in particular with money. Um, because you know, whether or not we like to admit it, money does dictate a lot of the decisions, if not most of the decisions we make in our lives. Um, so yeah, with that, thank you again, uh, Lamar, for this amazing conversation. If any of you wish to learn more about Lamar, feel free to check out his biography listed on our website at futuresurfinance.com and to connect with him via LinkedIn. Yes. Finally, we want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in for this conversation. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify and follow our Instagram and LinkedIn pages for more updates and our term of the day series. For now, we hope you all have a nice weekend ahead and thank you so, so much for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy and bye for now. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yeah.